You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, and lover of Luka Doncic. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? What a night. I mean, this night will honestly, like, you don't want to, like, oversell it, but this night will be... You can't. You can't oversell it. This night will be remembered in franchise history for the next, I mean, 50 years. Forever. I mean, literally forever. Um... We are currently, it is almost midnight. We are sitting outside the American Airlines Center. It is kind of hot outside. Nah, it feels good. It's not hot. It's a little steamy. Um, <laughs> but I think it's just because, I mean, we're, everyone. It's only steamy because the takes are coming in hot. Everyone is so hyped right now. Even, like, you call media people, like, unbiased or whatever they are. And a lot of them are. <laughs> but just the vibe in the whole room. And we'll walk through it in a little bit, just how everything went down and how we saw it and just conversations and all, all that stuff. I just, I mean, we, like, I want to say I can't believe it happened, but, I mean, we both said, hey, we think that it'll happen. We think that Luca will be a Maverick before the end of the night. Ooh. We said this yesterday and that we're like, hey, we think they'll, you know, they'll trade up. I texted a couple people. I'm like, hey, I really think Luca will be a Maverick. Like, and, I mean, there was a little bit behind that from us that we wasn't just spitballing it we actually talked to some people that um kind of knew some things so like that just the fact that it, it happened and it went down is it's still kind of like you almost want to like pinch yourself man like we should we wake up is this a dream like i know well even when the trade happens so we'll discuss how it how it all came down and everything we'll uh We'll tell you guys exactly our, our thoughts and everything. But even as it went down, there's still that that contingency that the that Trey Young had to be there at five. Yeah. And so even at that point, I was like, oh my gosh, it could still not happen. But uh, this is something I, I said earlier tonight. 7,302 days ago exactly, the Dallas Mavericks made a draft day trade to acquire the greatest European prospect ever. Dang. And today, they may have done it again. They just did it again. It's like he... He is so much better than any of these other European prospects that have come out. Yeah. Like, I think it was they were talking about somebody was talking about Hazonia earlier, and they're like, he gets he gets like nine minutes a game on one of these Euroleague teams, and yeah. everybody was freaking out about him. Doncic was the MVP. He just has a pedigree that we've never seen come out of Europe before. I mean, you just he has every accolade. He's won at every stage. He he's did it all, and. There is nobody that is more well-versed in the international scene, and nobody, and this is, like, than Donnie Nelson and his right-hand man, Tony Ronzoni. Like, those two dudes, they travel the globe more than anybody and go to the craziest of things. And, I mean, this is – they've obviously been scouting – I mean, doctors for – multiple years now and yeah you asked him you you asked him in the, the presser he said when was the first time you saw Luka Doncic and he's he said when he was 16 so 16, that's only like yeah. two two and a half years ago yeah I mean when he was 16 that's when he first got brought up to Real Madrid and yeah you know, like I mean well people, he started when he was 15 yeah people like 
Yeah, I mean... He was bought by them when he was 13. Yeah, people <laughs> come up early on in Europe, but, like, not at not with his... The hype around him and how good he was. I mean, we talked to Salah last year when Salah was telling yeah. us some crazy stuff of him dropping, you know, 50 points whenever he's going against other 15-year-olds. And they're like, Starting right. in the champion, like <laughs> yeah. the finals. Yeah, and he's like, they brought him up to the A-team, Real Madrid. And yeah, so... The night, you know, we, we get here to the AAC. We go we go to the AAC for the Mavs, like, media. That's where they do the pressers and everything. Yeah, so we, we get here for the Mavs media party thing. You know, it's an hour, hour and a half before the draft starts. You're con- there, there, were, there was one dude in Atlanta that puts out this tweet. <laughs> He's, like, the sports director of some, like, local news station. I'm driving to the arena. Nick sends me the tweet. Is the, what was the name, like, Klein? Something I forgot Klein? what Kyle his Klein? Yeah, I forgot what his name was. Skin, ben, okay, so Nick sends me that tweet. I'm like, who? I literally say, who is this who guy? Is this? And you're like, oh, some dude from Atlanta, like, what up, blah, blah. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, this is the same type of framework. Zach Klein. Zach Klein. His name. So I get to the arena. I get here, like, 4.30, whatever. I stop and see Ben and Skin, and they're, like, live on the air and stuff. Well, they, like, contact the dude, get the dude on yeah. the air. And so, like, they start talking about it. So then I was like, okay, was well, this just a tweet, okay? And then Mark Stein comes out of nowhere and is like, they're like pretty much in discussions. Baysmore could be in the deal. Wes. Wes was going to be the yes. flip for Baysmore and Wes. And then Shams tweets out. One of the others tweets out one before the other. It's like, hey, it's looking less likely. You know, like it's going down a little bit Like as far as the chance of it happening. The Stein tweets out that... And this was the tweet. Like, this was the report that rocked us all. That, I mean, because it already had the hype going between media people, team people, yeah. in the room. Like, everybody's already been like, the little reports that, like, the Mavericks really were targeting Luka. Yes. They think he might be able to follow them. Yes. They're talking with Memphis. They're talking with Atlanta. They're, like, all these little talks. But there's and never, can- like, a concrete, they are talking, or this is a deal that yeah. has been set in place. And then, like, two hours before the draft, it was pretty solid that Bagley was Sacramento's guy. And, and so apparently like, Bagley was Sacramento's guy at one if they had gotten oh, the first on, pick, stop. too, which is just okay. crazy. Whatever. Um, so, anyway, it gets to – sign tweets out the tweet. And I say the tweet because we there are opposite ends of the spectrum of how you view the franchise. And the tweet that Stein tweets out of saying, hey, Dallas is unwilling to trade five in Wesley Matthews for Baysmore and three – and he literally says that, and it's like not willing to pretty much eat $19 million in cap. Isaac, your face when that Stein tweet came out was just like, it is. it oh. was as if your dog had run away and like left a note that said it never wants to be with you ever again. I was Like so, that it had written that note to you. And it's, it's, it was so difficult for me because I do work for the team now. I'm an optimistic guy. Like I really push for positivity and stuff. And I just couldn't see it, guys. I just, like, it was, it was difficult. And at that point, I mean, I literally. I, don't know, I didn't know if you were going to make it. No, I literally, <laughs> I mean, I was just, like, sitting there, I was depressed. And, like, we were talking. And, like, literally, Nick and I was sitting there saying, this, like, the fan base will never forgive never, the franchise yeah. for this. Like, they will never forget this. To be that close. To be that close that you wouldn't, like, eat up. Like, it's just, it was insane. And. You're just like, holy crap. Like, I, I mean, you guys heard me laugh. If you listened to the pod yesterday, you heard on our final mock draft, which we're going to we're gonna go through and count the points. We haven't had time tonight. <laughs> but I think Isaac, the only we know we got the first two points. 
two, and then I got, and then you Hutchison got, to Chicago and Musa to. Oh, uh, you got a Bates job to Minnesota in which, the second round. In the wrong, it was the wrong pick. Was the right team, but yeah, we'll go over that. But in that, at the very end, I made this impassioned plea to the Mavericks, like you are so close to this franchise-changing foundational yeah. player. Just go up and do it. Like just like don't. Don't just put it off till next year. Like, oh, we'll get that foundational guy next year. We'll get like a, you know, like Bamba, who's who's you know good. We we were good. we were gonna and accept we liked Bamba. him a lot. We yes. liked Bamba, and apparently Dai Nelson really liked Bamba too. Yeah. But he's not a guy that's gonna come in and change your franchise. He is like something you add to a guy. He's not a dude that you build a team around. And Luca is that guy. If you're so close to that franchise changing, yeah, like foundational player, just do it. Give up whatever you need and go do it. I think it was Rick or Donnie that said, you know, there were a couple guys at five that we really, really liked, and we would have been really excited, but this made it a special night. Yeah, so we so we come into the draft. We, this is when I come in. I This is now when I got, when I got here. Isaac was, yeah. had already been here. He's like, man, everybody's talking about the Stein tweets, and I had been – like watching Twitter at every stoplight <laughs> and just like, like waiting for like trying to just see whatever else was coming up and so we get there and we're like alright well we'll you know we'll wait it out and then Donnie does his pre almost like a pre-game presser you know like the, yeah. before the draft so he comes up and he at this point it seems like the, the talks with Atlanta are dead like everybody was he saying he pretty much the, shoots it down right? everybody like all the, the reports are saying that the talks had stalled and he said we're very content with staying at five and we're very satisfied that, with staying at where we are that's what it looks like we're gonna do it looks like stay at five and make our pick. I'm gonna look back and see if I can find that exact tweet because the, the quote was just very interesting but uh but he said that they were pretty pretty they loved everybody they loved a whole yeah. bunch of different prospects there they were excited I think it was with that Eddie or somebody asking just flat out hey what about the talks with Atlanta and he kind of laughed it off said we were talking with everybody don't believe everything you see uh that classic line uh for him and yeah, I mean, every sign that he gave when he walked out was all right. Well, we're about he even to, seemed pretty down. Yeah, like we're about to get Mo Bamba, and which is we, we would have been super thrilled about. I would have been happy about the fan base. You know, I've probably been fifty fifty split. This but. is the exact quote that he said. We feel real. This is before the draft. We feel real confident where we're at, and that's probably how it'll play out. That's how he felt. That's how Don yeah. Nelson felt before the draft. He's like, "This is where we're gonna be. We're probably just gonna stay at five, and we'll just pick whoever's there because we like a whole bunch of guys there." Yeah. Yeah. So, so he felt he felt that way. He uh, he he then even answers a question about Michael Porter Jr. He's like, "We've done our homework, or we're good as far as comfortability is concerned." Which to me, that quote is so funny looking back because he went so low. Then you go to fourteen. Yeah. He ended up going like in the late lottery, and so I, I don't think they were gonna get anywhere close to him. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll talk more about general draft thoughts maybe in tomorrow's pod or a different day or something so then after that i even tweeted this is going to be another Giannis type situation for the mavs front office isn't it like i almost thought that they were going to give up this big opportunity and not take him and then all of a sudden just like it started just ramping back up again and so mark stein tweets out that, you know deandre and the first pick had been you know had been selected they decided they're, they're for sure going with it which was you know the not the biggest surprise ever yeah so they go with it and he had sent out a tweet that was like hey you know talks are still ongoing they're not completely dead so like left some hope between for his Mavs people all of us in there were like all right well there's still a chance and then at 643 life which changed. was like during the first pick yes. during the deandre when deandre was like up on the stand like yeah. being 
announced as a Phoenix Sun. Rick Carlisle said this is when it happened was during the first pick. Yeah, he, he specifically said the deal closed during the first pick. And Mark Stein tweeted out, the Mavericks are closing in on a trade for Luka Doncic, according to league sources. And just, like, I think I held my breath until, we <laughs> until like, it happened. We were holy crap, this is literally happening. This is insane. Then, you know, he Shams or somebody sent out the tweet saying the, you know, the Atlanta Hawks will be selecting for the Dallas Mavericks at pick three. Yeah, and it was Mark Stein, like, like not even a full minute afterwards, he said the Hawks are going to be drafting for Dallas at number three, league sources say. Yeah. And, like, you're just like, man. I can't believe it, man. So then, okay, so this was the kicker because immediately we're like, all right, well, what's part of the deal? Yeah, like, we're like, Wes is gone, Baysmore. Yeah, we're thinking, uh, okay, like, if they wouldn't do Wes and five, like, what's going to be the moving and parts? The, the talks, like, what was holding back the talks at the beginning was that future first. That yeah. 2019 first-round pick is what they didn't want to give up. Because McMahon so, added to it and said, yeah. Atlanta's asking for, you know, like, future picks. And, yes. like, that was a holdup. And, and so then Woj comes in a minute a minute after Stein does and said Dallas has agreed to a deal. They'll trade number. They'll swap the three and five picks, sending Luca to Dallas, Trey Young to Atlanta. Uh, Dallas will send Atlanta future first, and then he responds to his own tweet and says there are no players in the deal. And that we were was like, shocker. Whoa, super whoa. shocker. So immediately in my mind was there might be two future picks. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah, yeah. definitely one unprotected because between us, I would have did. This deal with Wes and Bazemore. Yeah, I would have did the top five pick and swapping Wes. I would have given all that up too. And if you're thinking, if you're thinking on Atlanta's side, you think, okay, well they're going to give up Bazemore, who's not a super great player. He has this contract that's a year longer than Wes's at this point. Yeah. And so you're going to get off of that at that money, and then you're also going to get a veteran back in West that can play next to you know Dennis Schroeder or whoever they have at point guard, which is probably going to be Dennis at this point. But you have him to to come in. Like, you'd think that that would be a plus. That would be an asset for them. But apparently it wasn't. (laughs) Apparently it wasn't part of I do not understand it from Atlanta's perspective, especially, too, because Dallas will be a little bit better. I mean, they're holding their breath. They're hoping that Dallas does not do anything in free agency that we strike out. Because if Dallas gets a boogie cousin, a Clint Capella – you know, the player we shall not name from, you know, the Clippers and stuff. Like, <laughs> the center if, we shall if not Dallas name. gets one of those guys, like, I, I'm not trying to be over-optimistic, but, like, we're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. And if this turns into, for Atlanta, if this turns into them passing up Luka Doncic for, literally for, a pick, 11-14, to 14, or even farther, like, what if Dallas yeah. sneaks into, like, 8 or 7, and this turns into, like, pick 16 yeah pick 17 that and it'd be in the west too so it could be even higher than that your fan base ain't forgiving you for that if you gave up Luka Doncic for a 16th pick in the draft obviously if it turns out even if it's like I mean we're comfortable with it being pick six (laughs) but like if it uh, worse comes to worse and it still conveys it to Atlanta but the question was super funny Eddie asked Rick Carlisle Hey, what's the extent to the protections on the future pick? <laughs> He's like, to the extent that I don't care. Exactly. And he laughed, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's freaking awesome. So, man. He's, yeah, Carlisle was real big on, well, we have this group now. Let's get this group together, and let's let's actually make something of this group. Yeah. And, man, this is a real big turning point for the Mavericks. This is a big for Donnie Nelson, too. We, oh, man, this, this whole – we cannot stress how much they love Luca, how much they have scouted him, how much they think he can be a franchise changer, a franchise cornerstone. 
And, um, man, like, so, like, the buzz around that, and it was super cool for one time. For one time in life, man, everybody in the world and every media person and every national outlet was like, Dallas just hit a home run. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there was nobody was, like, was questioning it. There was nobody, like, I mean, I guess that you're always going to have some people out there that's, like, going to question or whatever. But, like, for the most part, it was, like, a home run deal. It was an awesome deal for Dallas. And, I mean, he's going to wear number 77. Yeah, which, which is, is wild. It's just crazy. We <laughs> joked about it. Like, earlier, like, is yeah. he going to wear 77? Like, Because he just, had worn 77 before. Yes. And uh, so we, like, joked about it. But These are the players that have worn 77, Isaac. Uh-oh. Andrea Bargnani, former number one pick. Big time. <laughs> uh, Joffrey Laverne wore it last year for I San Antonio. I want to see you pronounce some of these guys. Johnny O'Brien. Okay. Vladimir Rodmanovich, the uh, former Laker great. Sasha Pavlovich, former Maverick. Uh, John Machnin. Okay. Uh, George Mersing. George Mirasan. Mirasan, I tweeted out a picture of that guy. Uh, Blackie Towery and okay. Jake Voskel. Interesting. Blazer, I think. Yeah. Random, random player. But, but oh man. Well, Luca's about to set that on fire. Man, Luca jerseys are going to sell so quick. It's going to be insane. So, anyway, but pretty much, so Carlisle comes and talks to us after the Luca pick. Everybody's just super excited. Um, and then they set up a conference call. Uh, so, towards the end of the uh, first round, they set up a conference call for all of us to talk to Luca. Uh, they get us on we got on the phone with him you know listen on all of our phones and stuff he's super quiet super um shy you can tell he's not super yeah. comfortable with english well yet. he's on a phone with like 50, he could what could be 50 random people <laughs> yeah. he's never met before yeah so literally it's the like hey you know what do you think about coming here i'm excited <laughs> what do you think about Dirk? He's amazing. He's amazing. De- Dennis <laughs> is a good player. I think we can play together. I play all positions. Yeah, and he said he can play one through four too, which I thought was interesting. I'm so excited to see him get comfortable. To see him get comfortable being in Dallas. To see like his personality come out because we hear about this personality. We hear, we see his love for shoes. We, he wants to buy a tiger. Playing he Fortnite. Jennifer Aniston. Fortnite cars he loves his sports cars like we see like we hear and read about his personality but like obviously this is so overwhelming for him now i'm excited for him to grow into his own and, and like he just stopped playing two days ago yeah like he was still playing for like that for like his spanish what was that acb league yeah so he they, just and, won the title for that and donnie and rick both talked about like summer league stuff as far as yeah. like how that could play into this since he just finished playing how you know i think it was uh rick that said hey, it, we're pretty confident that he's not going to play the full summer league schedule. Yeah. He'll probably go. It's just kind of still up in the air because he, they want him to get his adequate rest this summer also. So. Yeah. Also, an underrated Carlisle quote that we didn't mention was uh, when asked about his position, what position he plays, he said, I'm not sure what, what Doncic's position is. I think his position is on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like just, <laughs> he's a basketball player and then he's just positionless and can play wherever. We're super intrigued. That's probably what we're intrigued with the most right now, at least for me, because they love Harrison Barnes at the three. And yeah. Wes not getting traded. Like, if they made that trade with Atlanta with Bazemore and Wes, Bazemore would just come off the bench, and I think Luka would be the two. Yeah. So now I'm just I'm really intrigued with what they do um, with Wes, if they keep him, if they whatever. Um, Nick, chances that Devin Harris is a Maverick next year. <laughs> His name was mentioned what three times tonight. First off, he was at a live draft party with the yeah, with Dallas the paper. News. Uh, and then two, Donnie's like literally talking about 
literally in one sentence talking about Luca. He's going to be pushing him in practice. He's going to have to work through guys like JJ Bray and Devin Harris. Mo, Mike. I literally <laughs> tapped Nick. I'm like, he just said Devin, <laughs> which is I mean, super funny. So like everybody expects him to be back, but yeah, that's really funny. I mean, Luca's the new face, right? Like he yeah, you don't he surpasses wanna, Dennis. You, yeah, you don't want to undersell Dennis, but like. Luca's that guy. I mean, Luca's gonna. And man, what a night for Dennis! Like, we'll talk about Jalen Brunson eventually. Like, I think this pod we're just gonna all talk about Luca Doncic. But yeah, but man, picking Luca is a big fire under Dennis's you know rear. Like that that is huge because he just takes over. He, he's a way better like playmaker than him. He's a way better scorer. He's just way better at all the yeah. things that Dennis should be, except for ath- athleticism. It's gonna be, and I think that will be the key to. If you're going to tell me, I say, Isaac, what's the key to everything next season? And really kind of maybe what's the key? Is it rebounding for Harrison Barnes? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that last year? Yeah. (laughs) It's Dennis playing off the ball. That's going to be the key to everything, how Dennis can play off the ball. Because Luka can play off the ball. But you're going to want situations and sets and offensive schemes and stuff to where Luka has the ball and running plays. So – that's going to be – I mean, they couldn't they couldn't oversell it enough. Like, of course, Carlisle and Donnie and them saying, hey, he's a perfect fit for our system, all this different stuff. Yeah, no and, kidding. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, which is great and stuff. So, um, I thought another key quote from tonight was a guy asked Rick Carlisle about the center position and uh, who's going to, like, pretty much oh, be our yes. center. Oh, yes, this is such a great Whatever. Quote. And Rick Carlisle says, well, July 1st is just around the corner, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, like – Whoa, <laughs> like, is that not scream? We are shopping hard. and It's so great. I mean, yeah, I mean, all, obviously the talk amongst media was, are they going to chase Boogie? And, you know, you because you kind of put your eggs in the basket of the pick's probably going to go to Atlanta next year. So go out and throw yeah. your money at it. Like, go out and throw, I mean, throw out Capella. You know, I'm pro Boogie. And if you walked into training camp and you added Boogie Cousins, and you added Luka Doncic. Like the thing about that, though, is after next season, a lot of money's coming off the books. Wes is going to come off the books. Yeah, there's like Dirk's probably going to be gone. There's just a lot of things that are coming off the books. I don't know if they if they don't. Maybe they do go after Boogie, but they just wait. Have yeah. like show the league what Luka can do in his first year. And if Luka is has like a Donovan Mitchell type, yeah, you know, season. Then you could be bringing in some big guys in next year's offseason. I mean, I think I think uh, if they had their choice, it'd probably be Capella first. Uh, but we got to see what yeah. Rockets will do with him and stuff. But I mean, if you're going baseball terms, tonight is not just a home run; it's a grand slam, and it's like an inside the park home run. Yeah, you with the like, bases loaded. Yeah, with the bases loaded. <laughs> and so yeah, I mean it's. It's Where a perfect, you like shot the right fielder in the in the leg. And it is a perfect, it. perfect situation for Luca, as far as, I mean, you couldn't find a better franchise that will help you get acclimated to the NBA, yeah. to American culture. They've obviously did it before, Dirk. You come in, you have a you have vets that are going to mentor you. You have the ultimate vet that was in your shoes, and yeah. Dirk. You come along and you have an athletic, you know, guy with Dennis. You got another wing partner in Harrison Barnes. You got a brilliant wizard of a coach. I mean, whatever. We don't know much about Luca's personality as far as jiving with Rick and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, you, you, know, you assume it'll be fine. But like, you just couldn't find a better situation 
for Luca, and you know his camp wanted this too. And this is what yeah. when I when I did the story the other day with uh, Tony Ronzoni and, and Donnie Nelson, and Tony to- Ronzoni is director of player personnel for the Mavericks, right. um, best friends with you know Donnie and all this stuff. And Tony said he said I think why the advantage we have is because we've scouted so long, we have so many relationships overseas that people trust us and big time international guys know us and they can trust us because they we have this track record and the links that they go to earn trust overseas cannot be I have a story coming out on Tony's like life and profile and he tells me this super long story of him and Donnie and it, it's insane I don't want to like spoil it but pretty much they had to go to some extreme measures in China uh, to prove trust to a, uh, a family and like and it involved drinking blood and it was the craziest thing ever but what that's the extremes that these guys go to to like earn trust in these scouting circles <laughs> to where like this whole thing of like Lucas camp and stuff like they've been involved with that like him in like knowing his family knowing like just life and so yeah there's just I mean it's a it's a match made in heaven for Luca and the Mavericks Another thing, one thing Luca did say that I thought was interesting, when he was talking about Dirk, he said, I'm excited to be a part of his career. Yeah. And not like I'm excited to like Replay. play with him or I'm excited, yeah, I'm excited to like be the next, I'm excited for him to pass a torch or, you know, something yeah. like that. He said, I'm excited to be a part of his career, which I think is huge. I think that's, that's really big for, you know. It's going to, so- it's going to help soften the blow. humility to me. Yes. And having Luca. It is going to be super sad when Dirk retires. And it I mean it will. There will yeah. not be a dry eye in the place and everything. But Luca softens the blow. Luca being there, if it's his last game at the end of the season and it's a crazy fiasco and everything, the 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 fact that Mavs fans can look over and see a seventy seven jersey with Donch's name on the back yeah. and be like, We have a guy that's gonna be here. It's not we're not getting left in Shambles and Dirk has always said, I want to be around to where I know that the Mavericks are left in good hands, and this is the final alpha dog piece like potential future all star, however level that Dirk can probably walk away and be like, This is yours, kid. Like, yeah, like honestly, the rebuild is done, (laughs) you know, like you got your guy. You can't, I mean, they have money this summer, so especially if they go out, let's just say they get like a Capella or something. And they turn around and be like, look, in two to three years, talking about rebuilding on the fly, you got Dennis, Luca, and, like, a Capella. Even if you got a Boogie or something, like, you're still, like, I mean, that's just a heck of a heck of a rebuild. And we're not even talking about I mean, I said we should mention, like, a little bit. The Brunson pick was weird. Kind of, yeah, very weird. It threw us off. Um, there was a lot of players on the board that I was a lot of super, off-ball players. <laughs> I mean, from Melvin Frazier to Kade Bates Job to Mitchell Robinson Kyrie to like Thomas, Kyrie Bruce Brown. Oh, there were so many guys at that spot. I'm like, holy crap, man! We're gonna, this is awesome. They said Jalen Brunson. I'm like, there's no way this can be and real. <laughs> the, one of the weirdest things, which you guys all probably saw, was that uh, Atlanta's graphic was behind. Like ESPN kept saying, like they had the thing next to the the pick that said up next, and it was yeah. Atlanta next, and then Dallas, which was wrong because Dallas yeah. had the 33rd pick and Atlanta had the 34th pick. And then even when it, when they picked it, they showed Jalen Brunson with the Hawks graphic and then yeah. with the Hawks background on it. Super and it weird. Was so weird. Everybody was confused, and 
it was just like super confusing so it was like all around it was a confusing pick confusing graphics we were like what the heck is going on but don nelson the beginning at his at his pre-draft presser said that we're a team that normally uh basically picks best player available and doesn't just pick by fit we just say we pick the best talent and then we just try to figure it out later you take the i mean even in my q a the other day when i asked him i said what's the balance between talent and system fit and he's like I was raised and brought up that you take you you form your offensive system around your best players like strengths, <laughs> and yeah. you know no one's saying Jalen Brunson's going to be a you know a out you know a beta person on our team or like second or third best player, but I mean they could not praise him enough. Michael Finley talked about it tonight, Chicago like connection, all this stuff, and man they just raved about his interview in Chicago at the combine. Yeah. They said that lasted like. They said it lasted until the buzzer, until they had to yeah, hang Carlisle up the phone. Yeah, said that you, know, you get 35 minutes to interview these guys at the Combine. And yeah. they, some of these, they don't go the whole distance. Like, they don't last the entire time. But they went until the very end. They interviewed yeah. him. They asked him They asked him a great question, which is, how are you going to earn minutes on this team? If we draft yeah. you, how are you going to earn minutes on this team with Dennis Smith Jr. as our point guard of the future? He said, I will make Dennis Smith Jr. work harder every single day. That's a heck of an answer. To earn minutes. I was like, dang. That's and he said he would an play off ball and things like that. And yeah. talk about how he's done that in the past. And, 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 and Tim McMahon, like I think, tweeted out and said, um, you know, is this a long-term J.J. and Berea replacement as far as he's got the – he can run this you know, pick and roll. He's really savvy with the pick and roll. He, he's got a post game, and they talked about it. Yeah, that it. was an interesting comment. He said one thing that's interesting is he takes people in the post. He's like 6'2". Yeah, he does. And, like, I mean, he was National Player of the Year last year at Villanova. Won, he's won two titles. Two titles. I mean, he's won at all levels. Speaking of bringing – I mean, the Mavericks brought in two – the two most accomplished players in the draft probably. Two yeah. NCAA titles, EuroLeague MVP, EuroLeague title, Spanish ACB title. For real. Like, holy cow. Yeah, I mean, it, Mavericks I mean, are like, we want winners. We we want winners, and just, I mean, they couldn't praise him enough. And it was like a thing for them of literally, it was best player available. We'll make it fit somehow because, I mean, they were shot like, and it wasn't one of those things where they say that oh, we thought he was gonna go much higher. I like, I honestly felt it from Finley. Like Donnie's, uh, Donnie's used to like saying the right things and everything, but Finley's fairly newer at it. And Finley was like, he, I mean, he literally was like, no, like. We literally thought he was going to be gone in the first round. Yeah, he said it multiple times that we had him gone. Like, our our mock and our board that we made, he was gone in the first round. Yeah, so, like, when he lasted at 33, they were like, wow, I mean, we have to take him. Like, this is part of it. Like, is it weird that DiVincenzo went, like, 10 picks higher than no, it's not. Brunson? He's good. He's, he's, he's a lot a more athletic and more, I mean, yeah. So, I mean. Also, uh, Brunson's dad played in the NBA. Yeah, which, Rich which Brunson, is big because. Yeah. A lot of people have been saying with these guys like Mitchell and Tatum, like these guys that have been around the league. Yeah. Man, was it Tatum that his dad, his dad played? Uh, Mitchell's definitely did. I'm not sure. Anyway, just these guys that have been around the league before. They, you know, they've seen all the stuff. They've, you know, this is not. They're not going to be shocked when they come into the NBA. And so yeah. Brunson could be a guy like that too. Uh, man. Dennis Smith Jr. has got some work cut out for him. He does. I I think this spells the end of Yogi. I mean, we've been trying. We've been saying for a while that we think Yogi's probably gone, but I just don't see how you can have four guys on your roster under six three. Yeah. Um, Under six foot. Yeah. So like, that's that's with that, which is fine. Like as long if if Brunson is your like third guard type of thing, but like if they bring back Devin too, I mean now you're rolling. 
I mean, Seth Curry's probably gone. Yogi's probably gone. Um, yeah. I just you, you only have minutes for JJ. In, unless they view Brunson as this type of, he's gonna be in the in the G League and you know that type of dude like they'll bring up. Well, he's a junior too. He's coming in and he's not. Like I don't a, think you will. I think they're drafting. He's not a young be, guy. He's not like a development guy. He's yeah. a guy that should come in and, and you know play right away. Which was another kind of funny thing that uh, a reporter asked Carlisle. He said, you know, did you know, Brunson maybe being older did that you know account to him dropping or something like that yeah. that play into it and he said well how old is he <laughs> carlisle asked the reporter how old is brunson he's like well he's a junior and he goes how old are you <laughs> yeah it turns awkward back and forth speaking <laughs> of rick rick was walking to the podium he looks at me as i'm getting up oh. out of my chair and like we're all walking in and he's like well i'm surprised you're here i'm surprised you're not hanging out with nerlands tonight <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. It was a great quote, and that's a great quote to end a great night. It was it was an awesome night. It was there was a lot, and of we're super energy. happy with the late the late flyers too. I love Ray Spalding, super athletic six ten yeah. guy that he's springy and Costas Antetokounmpo. We finally got the Antetokounmpo. All the jokes were made tonight. Giannis's brother. Both of those dudes are G League type of dudes that they will try to develop, and I I lo- absolutely love both of those picks. <laughs> Coach Mack has some some work cut out for him with these big man rotation minutes between Jamil and Motley and like these two young guys yeah. like, like trying to figure out who's gonna play minutes. They're gonna challenge Jonathan Motley for sure. Yeah. Um, and that'll yeah. be that'll be interesting to watch. But yeah, I would view Brunson as a roster type guy for sure. The other two G League Flyers, but I mean the night belongs to Luka Doncic. We're super excited because. We're going to be talking to him in about 12 hours, uh, like lunchtime tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, him and Jalen Brunson are flying to Dallas probably tonight or early in the morning, having a press conference here at American Airlines Center. Um, the Mavericks are super excited. We're super excited. The fan base, I mean, it's – you can't – we can't over. It doesn't get better this. than this. It doesn't, man. Because like, this is the best player in the draft. It really – yeah, it really is. And it's not just coming from Mavs people. It is – like. All those other guys, they could be. There's a possibility. There's a situation where those guys could be the best player in the draft. Your Aitons, your Bagleys, your Michael Porter Juniors. But Doncic is the best player in the draft. For sure. And, like, Aiton and Bagley, you don't want to undersell them. Like, they're going to be awesome. They're going to be 20 and 10 guys. And they're going to be in the league for a long time. The one that I think will cringe will be Atlanta. The fact that you – missed on this and they're forming their the greatest tweet not just that you missed on this you literally gave it up yeah and like i mean obviously change how you view trey young but like yeah it's it it was wild but we're not complaining because i view trey young in suit shorts for the rest of my life that that to me is just a lack of judgment that cannot be oversold walmart warriors (laughs) he looks like a ups like delivery person is what he looks like <laughs> alright guys thank you so much for listening to Locked Up Mavs again thanks for joining us uh, we will be back uh, we'll just keep cranking out we'll pods. talk about draft <laughs> the gen- draft uh, general draft thoughts I'm sure maybe we can do some like profiles on race balding coast like oh, yeah, the guys, yeah, like kind of like similar like pre-draft profiles maybe we can do them on Brunson and those three guys yeah, we'll definitely do our point system on our mock draft and talk yes. about uh, who won which is probably Isaac and I mean, I only got like three or four, but and then guys, free agency is gonna be here before it's we know. It's right it. around the corner. It's like in nine days, right? Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, July first is gonna be here before we know it, and rumors are just gonna increase. So 
Uh, it's going to get pretty wild. These these two months for Dallas, I mean, I wrote a piece last year saying the summer of 2019 is will be the turning point for the Mavericks franchise. Everything for the past two to three years have been leading up to this one summer, to this one moment, and it could not have started on any better note. <laughs> summer 2018? 2019. This is 20, oh, 18. May 18. Yeah, 18. Like, my next year? Yeah, no, 2018 with the draft pick, with the cap space, with just everything with that. Yeah. This is our moment. This is the moment. Own it. Own it. Thank you so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Luka, Doncic, Dallas, Maverick.